all the good things. We got all the good things. This couple never lost that childlike wonder for fear of being considered childish. The adult creative is the child who lived. It's wholesome as shit. This is huge, friends. Come to my ukulele party. Imagine everyone going, Galileo, 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 Galileo. I feel like that would be really fun. Eliminate cancer. Get rid of cancer. All cancers. I hope all of you who need it know that it's out there, it's coming, and it's coming your way soon. The playfulness and joy of the singing has just really become infectious and irresistible. La -da 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 -da. That's it! That's over there! <laughs> Hi friends! Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of All the Good Things Podcast. Did you miss us? Trick question. We know you did. <laughs> I'm Melissa. I missed you. I missed you too, Esme. I'm Melissa, the sarcastic one, clearly today. And we have Esme as well. Say hi. Hi friends. How's it going? I know you guys recognize her sexy voice, so... For those who don't know us, we just felt we had to share our names one more time. It's funny because every time I listen to my own voice, I definitely don't think it's sexy. I like, I cringe. I'm like, eh. But most people think like that about their own voice. I'm telling you as an external third party person. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, so just hyping me up. <laughs> And as you guys know, we are a podcast that shares good stories, so even though sometimes our stories may come off a little sad or morbid, we promise there's a good ending at the end. <laughs> we promise there's a good ending. My story today is just purely good. Okay, good. So, it's wholesome as shit. Awesome. Ignore what I said then. Um, before we jump into our good stories, as always, we invite you to take a moment to acknowledge something good that's happening in your life right now. Take a second. If you need a moment, we'll go ahead and share our good things. Esme, tell me yours. I recently just got back from an epic road trip across the country. Epic. Epic, because I was home in Minnesota, and then I journeyed back to California with my great friend Haley, and I will. that is the fourth time I've done a road trip from Los Angeles to Minnesota. And I will never get sick of it because there is so much outstanding nature and so much beauty in the western half of our country. And every time you drive it, you can take a different route because you're going north to south and east to west. So you can cut diagonally. Love you can go down and across. You can go across and down. There are endless national parks to explore. And... We just took our time and like didn't feel rushed and just enjoyed a lot of beautiful nature and it was so refreshing, so refreshing. Oh, that's the best. I'm daydreaming about another road trip right now. What about you, Melissa? Tell me a good thing going on in your life, girl. A good thing going on in my life is I have teamed up with Kristen um, to teach outdoor yoga and fitness classes in Pasadena right now and Santa Monica. Shout out to Dominate. And I'm very excited to be a part of their team to teach outside classes just because not only do I love to teach in general, but being outside in nature, again, that's a double win. So friends, if you want to know where to find me, sometimes you can find me outside in a park teaching yoga. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I'll come take class from you. 
Sweet. Thank you for being the one student who shows up. <laughs> Just kidding. I love all of you who do show up as well. Um, now we're going to hop into stories, of course. Esme, lead us off with your wholesome story. So I'm really excited to share this story because it's coming directly from somebody that I know rather than me Googling and looking stuff up. And to me, hearing it directly from a human in my life really just adds a level of intimacy and honesty that I love. And the story is from Joey, who you probably know, actually. He used to come to yoga all the time in Pasadena back when we were desk buddies. It's not ringing a bell at the moment, but I'm sure it will. If not, I was obviously just their favorite yoga teacher. (laughs) Yes, you were. I also have the worst memory. I think I have the memory of like an elephant. Actually, I don't know how good the memory of an elephant is, so I can't compare. Yeah, they have a really big brain. I feel like they they have a good potential. If you ask anyone, I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday, so I'm not the person for this. Anyways, I'm sure (laughs) if you saw him, you would recognize him because he was around yoga all the time. I recognize faces for sure. I'm definitely a face face person too like I can see a face and recall it from forever ago but names have always been evasive anywho going on with my story Joey lives in Pasadena and his street is just full of warmth and community because most of the people that live there have been there for a really really long time and in addition to that they've just done a really great job at being kind neighbors to each other Like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. my street growing up at at home in Minnesota didn't ever have, like, a super close-knit neighborhood vibe. But my friend Anna's neighborhood, she lived in a cul-de-sac. They, like, were a cult of fun neighborly things. But they they were, like, they're (laughs) tight, like, tight, tight, tight friends. Oh, I'm jealous. I like that. What was yours like, your neighborhood street? Growing up? Yeah. As a kid, we were really tight. We were good. We were good. Every day, out riding bikes in our imaginary town doing chalk. Um, But then after moving to an apartment complex, not quite the same. (laughs) But here I am. Now I have to say I have one really good pair of neighbors. Shout out to Emily and Andrew. They bake cookies all the time. Like all of us, Joey definitely has his favorite neighbors. And he was not shy about it. And my favorite neighbor is my neighbor, Tyler. Uh, because he always has time to make conversation, and he's also a bartender. So sometimes he will randomly just make us really good drinks and then deliver them to us on the balcony. Oh, yum! Which is fantastic in quarantine when you can't go to a bar and make yourself cocktails. Oh, true. A bartender neighbor is a great friend to have. Honestly, he should just make that his business and go around to all the balconies and get some tips. Right? Oh, he probably could make a lot of money that way. Tyler, there's an idea for you. He wants to trademark (laughs) um, margaritas made with cuties, like the oranges. Oh, okay. Really good. Okay. So. We see you. Try that on. So Tyler's my favorite neighbor, but Joey's favorite neighbors are an older couple who are really just living their best lives. And they don't have kids themselves, but they each embrace their inner child and constantly play and bring light into into people's lives and especially the lives of their neighbors. And Joey told me that this couple never lost that childlike wonder for fear of being considered childish. Aww. You know that quote? This reminds me of that quote. 
The adult creative is the child who lived. The adult creative is the child who lived. Oh, I love that. I haven't heard that one before. Is that cute? It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. Good job, I don't Melissa. know where I found Thanks that. Thanks for that ad. You're that was a great ad. <laughs> and this couple is definitely a creative adult couple. And here are just a few examples of how awesome they are. Uh, to begin, they have weekly ukulele hangouts in their backyard with all of their friends. Cool. Just like as one does. I want to be you know. invited to that. Come to my ukulele party. I have a ukulele. Please invite me next time. <laughs> we can sing lava for them. Yes. We have an inn. We can teach them an ukulele song. Absolutely. I can play Hey Soul Sister too. <laughs> I didn't know you could play it too. That's awesome. I'm not that good, but you know. So Joey was invited once and is desperately waiting for another invitation because it was an amazing time. Said it was just so wholesome and, and fantastic. Um, this couple also goes hard on Halloween. Like they they ball oh. out. You know, like that one house All right. just with the excessive decorations yep. and like the adults dressed up. I know what you mean. They are they are that house for their street, but they put all of those other people to shame yes. because one year yes. they literally built a rose parade type float Ooh. and passed out candy from that instead. Oh my God. I want to be that. Talk about embracing your inner child, right? So, naturally, when COVID-19 and quarantine happened, this couple was ready to shine. Oh! A few months ago, they decided to start a neighborhood sing-along every Sunday night at 8 p.m. So, it's a Sunday night song. And each week, they let a different neighbor pick the song. And then this couple literally prints out the lyrics for every single house and then walks to each home to deliver the lyrics so that everyone can participate. Okay, I'm moving. Sorry, uh, Joey, can I take over your house so that I can have a spot next to these neighbors? Right? Right. We're just going to drive around Pasadena on Sunday night at 8 p.m. until we hear, like, singing. <laughs> La, da, 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 da. That's it. That's over there. <laughs> We're here. We found him. Let's go. So when this first started, most people just stayed on their porch and some people didn't even come out at all, especially people from earlier generations, like our grandparents' age. Mm-hmm. But the playfulness and joy of the singing has just really become infectious and irresistible. And now the people that didn't come out at first get dressed up and show up ready to go by 8 p.m. sharp. Like, oh my gosh. not a minute, not a minute behind. And the people who were participating to begin with from their porches now feel brave enough and free enough to just run into the street and dance and sing and let loose. I love this. I'm like, where is this? Why? This is so close to me. I, <laughs> you live in Pasadena. I know. Get your apartment to do this. I know, honestly. And I love that people are, you know, branching out of their comfort zone to go just dance in the street because that takes so much bravery. It takes letting go of your fear of judgment. It takes, you know, just being completely present and connecting to your heart and that kid that lives within you. And 
It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes and one of my favorite movies, which I said a while back was going to be one of my good stories, so I'll have to bring that good as a good story. But it's from a movie called Tag, and T-A-G, I know I say that word weird because I'm from Minnesota. Hey, don't you know, bag, yeah, tag, tag. <laughs> <laughs> and the quote is, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Yes. Right? So good. Stitch it on a handbag. Put it on a poster. Put it on a t-shirt with all the good things. Yep. And <laughs> wear it to remind ourselves that playing is something we absolutely should all be doing as an adult. And the kids on Joey's Street get really into this, and they love to pick the song. So one time they picked the song Firework by Katy Perry. And this time when they sang that song, when it got to the boom, boom, boom part, real booms broke through the song and real fireworks started to shoot into the sky because one of Joey's other neighbors was extra enough to light fireworks at the exact time that they were singing the fireworks song for their neighborhood sing-along which I'm pretty sure is illegal in California, but, like, great job. If there's ever a time to illegally set off fireworks, it is to fulfill a kid's childhood dream of making fireworks appear because they're singing a song about fireworks. They have also come together to sing classics like Lean On Me, and we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Okay. Get it, get it. And I just have to add that if I was living on the street, my go-to song choices would absolutely be Lava. Okay. The greatest song of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, American Pie, just because yes. one, that song is fantastic, but two, I think it would be funny to make everyone sing a song that's like nine minutes long, you know? Yes. Just make it last for so long. Girl. And, of course, Piano Man. Piano Man. Honestly, though, you're missing some key ones. I got to add to this list just in case Joey's listening. Wait, also, were you just trying to sing Piano Man? Because that's not how it goes. No, I just was making a cool catchphrase of the name. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. (laughs) Got you, got you. And the songs that we have to add to the list are Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. (gasps) Mama. Imagine everyone going... Galileo, 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 Galileo. I feel like that would be really fun. They gotta like divide their street into which which side one they exactly. Say. So it's like that side, this side, that side. It's like a callback. Bob, you do the low harmony. Betty, top harmony. Joey, you take the melody. <laughs> and then I feel like you gotta <laughs> also add Sweet Caroline. And Summer of '69. That's a good one too. It's summer. Yep, that's all I had to add. Oh, or, or, where's the love, Black Eyed Peas? Where's the love? Do you believe in love, Cher? It would be fantastic to try to watch your older neighbors rap for like a little bit. Oh my God. You know, pick something with a faster pace. That'd be hilarious. (laughs) That would be hilarious. We obviously need to be invited to this. We got a bunch of awesome song ideas. Okay, we just gave you like... (laughs) two months worth of of songs to sing. So this Sunday night song is just a really beautiful thing, and it's been happening in his neighborhood, but also places all over the world 
from people singing on their balconies in Italy to some streets that instead of singing, they all come out at eight o'clock and just howl. Whoa. <laughs> and that's been happening in California, Idaho, Indiana, and Canada. And one thing that they did following George Floyd's death, which was incredibly touching for them to do, was they sang their song, and at the end, they held space for eight minutes and 46 seconds of silence while holding their flashlights to the sky in a very touching tribute to his life. That's so sweet of them. So that is my story from Joey's Street. Thank you for sharing that. Honestly, um, that sounds awesome. I want to be invited to that neighborhood so bad. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like that's such an inspiring and easy thing to do with your community to get everyone involved and bring you guys back together with more social connection. And that's infectious. If a few people are hesitant or resistant to it at first, that's okay. Do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Live your inner child life. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that, Esme. Is it time for me to go into my story? Hell yeah. Share your story, Melissa. All right. All right. No need to beg. Um, I'm super excited about this story because, again, just like yours, it is close to my heart. My grandfather did die of lung cancer, and my grandma died of breast cancer. But this story in particular is about the strides we are making in health and medicine in lung cancer in this area. Now, to put into perspective, lung cancer is responsible for the most cancer deaths worldwide in both men and women, representing one-fifth of all cancer deaths. So that's more than breast, more than prostate, and and the other ones. I have good news, of course, and that there is finally a hope for a cure on the way for lung cancer. For lung cancer? No way. Yep, yep, this is cool. There's been an overwhelming efficiency found in this new lung cancer drug that the Yale PhD calls it transformative, and it's called Tagriso, also called Osamertinib. Osamertinib. I'm going to go with Tagriso because that's easier to say. Anyway, clinical trials of this new lung cancer treatment have showed unprecedented results in decreasing the risk of death or reoccurrence from the disease of lung cancer by 89%. Ooh! This is huge, friends. This is such a remarkable thing to happen in the science of medicine. And this has been going on. This trial of this drug has been going on for a few years now. At two years is when they found that 89% of all patients in the trial treated uh, remained alive and disease-free versus 53% who are on the placebo. So... Consistent disease-free survival results were seen across all subgroups, and that is very hopeful to us in our science world and into the regular world. I mean, you know, come on. Not only is this starting to be considered a sense of a... Wait. Not only is Tegriso starting to change the way we think about medicine and providing lots of us with hopes of a cure... It is soon to be on the market, as said by the Yale Cancer Center and the chief investigator of the phase three trial data for Tegriso. He said that it would change the practice of medicine 
and noted that the data was simply transformative for patients with early-stage EGFR-mutated non-small cell lung cancer who face high rates of reoccurrence, even after successful surgery and subsequent treatment with adjuvant chemotherapy. And this doesn't represent a far-off cure or a drug just arriving for trials. Tegriso tablets have now received approval in 80 countries, including the U.S., Japan, China, and the EU, for first-line EGFRM advanced NSCLC, which that just means it has been approved in 87 countries and it is starting to make its way to all of us, near and dear, those who need it, and hopefully can help save lives. The British-Swedish company says it is harnessing the power of four scientific platforms, immunocology, tumor drivers and resistance, DNA damage response, and antibody drug conjugates to champion the development of personalized combinations with a vision to redefine cancer treatment and one day eliminate cancer as a cause of death. Eliminate cancer! Get rid of cancer! All cancers! And the reason I wanted to share all these stats with you and the actual testing that's been done is because oftentimes when you hear a cure for cancer, it's just like, oh, we're working on it, we're still doing tests and stuff. But this is such exciting news because it means it's been approved worldwide and soon these tablets will be in your hands, like they will be accessible for all of you who need them. And I think that's such a great progress that we are making in the science of medicine for people everywhere. And that's a beautiful thing to have accomplished and achieved. And I hope all of you who need it know that it's out there, it's coming, and it's coming your way soon. This is also so beautiful because... Like, our very, very, very first episode, episode one, I shared the story of my dad going through leukemia and all of the work that he's done to fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And this is why that fundraising is so important. Like, that money, any money that you donate to institutions that are dedicated to curing cancer, it goes towards research grants, it goes towards patient care, and someday someone has got to have a breakthrough. Like, the more we learn, the more we understand, the more we can take steps towards cures for cancer. Like, that's something that everybody wants. Absolutely. I've never met anybody who doesn't want that. So I love that this has been a breakthrough for lung cancer. And I hope that it paves the way for breakthroughs and many other types of cancer, too. And I hope we celebrate all these people who have worked so hard and tirelessly to make this happen, to help save the world, to save people. You are celebrated. You are heroes. And yes, let's get rid of cancer altogether. Let's just eliminate that shit. We are the world. We are the children. We, we are the ones, ones to make, to a, make better a better place. day, so let's start giving. There's a choice we're making. <laughs> <laughs> we're healing the world inside and out with a song at Sunday. No, we're healing the world with a song every Sunday at 8 p.m. or on this podcast every Monday. <laughs> also, we referenced Lava twice, and if you are not familiar with that reference, it is... The greatest Disney short film of all time, because it's just a beautiful song about two volcanoes that fall in love, and 
we are so obsessed with it that we dedicated a whole podcast episode to it all the way back in episode two at the very end we sing the whole song for you so please go listen it will uplift your heart and your day and is in line with the happy sing-songy vibe of this episode as well Yes, thank you, Esme, for that audience plug. (laughs) We invite you to listen to our episodes, to like, subscribe, and follow us. Please share us with your friends. It really does mean the world to us. And we hope to bring you more podcasts every Monday uh, as much as we can. Bye, friends. We love you. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being the third point in our triangle. We love you. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss To remind us all that life is a gift And because we truly care All the good things we share All the good things